This is your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Come with us and share your experience, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. And welcome to the section, the word of the day. The word of the day for December the 7th, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is lucrative. Yes, lucrative. However, in American English, you're going to hear, very likely, lucrative. Lucrative. This is because of the manner uh, uh, on which American, Americans pronounce that three different T's in terms of sounds, they say that real, the true T, the stop T, and the flapped T. The definition for lucrative is producing wealth profitable. Did you know that paying, gainful, remunerative, and lucrative share the meaning of bringing in a return on money but each term casts a different light on how much green you take in. Plain is the word for jobs that you the smallest potatoes. Your first paying job probably provided satisfactory compensation, but you weren't going to get rich by it. Gainful employment might offer a bit more cash, and gainful certainly suggests that an individual is motivated by a desire for gain. Remunerative or remunerative implies that a job provides more than the usual rewards, but a lucrative position is the one you want. Those are the kind that you go beyond your initial hopes or expectations. And here we got an example. The author parlayed the success of her books into a lucrative second career as a public speaker. This has been your section, the word of the day, for December the 7th, 2020, according to Merriam Webster Dictionary. Thank you very much. And welcome to the section, the quote of the day. The corresponding quote for today, December the 7th, is as follows. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. John C. Maxwell. And to know a little bit more about John Calvin Maxwell, let's say that he was born on February the 20th, 1947, in the United States. So, he is an American author, speaker, and pastor who has written many books, primarily focused on leadership. His titles include The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership and The 21 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. 
His books have sold millions of copies with some of the New York Times bestseller list. This has been the quote of the day with a little reference on the author. Thank you very much. And in the section Today in History, we're going to talk about December the 7th, 1941. And in this date, Pearl Harbor was bombed. Yes, at 7.55 a.m. in Hawaii time, a Japanese dive bomber bearing the red symbol of the rising sun of Japan on its wings appears out of the, the clouds above the island of Oahu. A swarm of 360 Japanese warplanes followed, descending on the U.S. naval base at Pearl Harbor in a ferocious assault. The surprise attack struck a critical blow against the United States Pacific Fleet and drew the U.S. irrevocably into the World War II. With diplomatic negotiation with Japan breaking down, President Franklin D. Roosevelt and his advisors knew that an imminent Japanese attack was probable, but nothing had been done to increase security at the important naval base at Pearl Harbor. It was Sunday morning, and many military personnel had been given passes to attend religious services of base. At 7.02 a.m., two radar operators spot large groups of aircraft in flight toward the island from the north, but with a flight of B-17s expected from the United States at that time, they were told to sound no alarm. Thus, the Japanese air assault came as a devastating surprise to the naval base. Much of the Pacific fleet was rendered useless. Five of eight battleships, three destroyers, and seven other ships were sunk or severely damaged, and more than 200 aircraft were destroyed. A total of 2,400 Americans were killed and 1,200 were wounded, many while valiantly attempting to repulse the attack. Japan's losses were some 30 planes, five midget submarines, and fewer than 100 men. Fortunately for the United States, all three Pacific fleet carriers were out at sea on training maneuvers. These giant aircraft carriers would have their revenge against Japan six months later at the Battle of Midway, reversing the tide against the previously invincible Japanese Navy in a spectacular victory. The day after Pearl Harbor was bombed, President Roosevelt appeared before a joint session of Congress and declared, Yesterday, December 7, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. After a brief and forceful speech, he asked Congress to approve a resolution recognizing the state of war between the United States and Japan. The Senate voted for war against Japan by 82 to 0, and the House of Representatives approved the resolution by a vote of 388 to 1. The sole dissenter was Representative Janet Rankin of Montana, 
a devout pacifist who had also cast a dissenting vote against the U.S. entrance into the World War I. Three days later, Germany and Italy declared war against the United States, and the U.S. government responded in kind. The American contribution to the successful Allied war effort spanned four long years and cost more than 400,000 American lives. This has been the section today in history and as you can see is a date to be remembered are one of the most important not only in the 20th century but in all humanity history. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Remember that you can talk about any topic of your preference whenever it is in English. This podcast came to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Thank you.